Go ahead and turn with, in your Bibles with me to John chapter 1. We're going to uh, read the first four verses here in Scripture as we get into the Word tonight. So if you'll follow along with me. Verse reads, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Oh, man. So many places to go with that one. (laughs) That is so full of truth. In Revelation, I remember when I very first was born again uh, years ago, this was one of the scriptures that really God used to bring revelation to me early on uh, about what had happened in my life as a result of being born again, you know, about how basically I was born into this world in sin And so, therefore, inside of me, there was this darkness uh, that just sort of resided because I came into the world that way, as, as all of us do. But when I had received Christ as my Savior, and I had called upon Him and asked Him to be Lord of my life, and He came by His Holy Spirit to live on the inside of me, And I was made a new creation in Christ. I could see, I could understand through the scripture how basically it was like the light came on inside of me. I was filled with the light of Christ. Where I was once dark, I now was lit up and alive and Christ was living on the inside of me. And that that was giving me uh, entrance into heaven in for eternity. And so this was a really powerful scripture uh, for me early on to, to grabbing hold of what it means for, for Christ to be uh, the light of men. But as time has gone on, this thing has opened up and, and unfolded for me so many times over uh, as far as the, the revelation that God has brought to me out of this. And If you just look through this, looking in verse 4, it says, or it says, in him was life, and life was the light, or sorry, backing up. In him was life, and life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness. So you have him is Jesus, and then through Jesus comes life, which is obviously talking about spiritual life, right, where we live spiritually on the inside and then from life is light the light of men and so this light on the inside of us that is now uh, burning is 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 the light of men or it is the light that we are now meant to carry and cast forth in this world as we begin to walk out the rest of our days so there's there's this sense that the light on the inside of us, it's like this divine illumination, you know. It's, this, it's the source of light. It's not just like a ray of light, 
but it's actually the source of light and light all at the same time in one, right? And the light shines into the darkness of our, our sinful nature. And then it says that the darkness cannot withstand the light. So the, the light of Christ penetrates darkness entirely, absolutely, all the time. Any moment that the true light of Christ touches darkness, it impedes darkness, it immediately pushes back darkness, and darkness becomes non-existent. So we have this idea that we, uh, and go with me to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. It says, For once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So live as people of light. For this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. So while we were once full of darkness, when we receive Christ and he comes to live on us in the inside of us by the Holy Spirit, we now become children of light. That, that burning, constant source of light is now there resident on the inside of us. But it's inside of this fleshly body and so it has to be cast out right like I get this picture that if you took me or you took any of you and you just peeled us open that light would just blast out like a burst or like a right and then light would just be everywhere because that's Christ he's light all the time right but that's not the way that we're necessarily set up to live and to walk out this life here on earth. God is asking us to do something with the light that's on the inside of us. Specifically, he's asking us to shine that light outward, to take the light that's on the inside of us, the light of Christ, and to cast that upon the darkness that rests in this world and in the areas of our life that we're going to encounter so that the darkness will flee and that the light will uh, bring the purposes and the plans and the fulfillment of what God is wanting for us. Go to, go to Matthew chapter 5, and Jesus said it right here. He said in verse 14, starting there, he said, You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. The world is relying on us to cast the light into the darkness that rests and exists here. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. The purpose of a lamp is to bring light into the darkness. It, it, it does no good, serves no purpose if it gets covered and the light just stays bound up. Similarly, the light that's on the inside of us of Christ in this life is once it's there we have our eternal we have our salvation but the, the days left on this earth that light need the, the lamp needs to be opened up and the light needs to be cast out in order to serve purpose and to bring things that God wants to bring through us to advance his kingdom here in this earthly walk he said Continuing on, let your light so shine before men. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. 
Jesus is saying, look, this light, this ever-radiant source in itself, burning, powerful light, it's on the inside of you in full form. But you have to be a channel, a catalyst. You have to be able to cast the light, to shine the light upon the darkness in this life, in this earth, in the areas that you're led to in order to bring the light and, and, and to bring it further, uh, to advance it further than just what's inside of yourself. Paul said the same thing. Paul said in Philippians chapter 2, let's go there in verse 14. He says, Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God without fault, in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. Look, that word shine, it's a verb. <laughs> it's a verb. It's active. We're supposed to do something with it. We're supposed to take this awesome, powerful transformation on the inside of us that's burning, that's radiant, that's just the full source of light all the time, and we're supposed to cast it and shine it out into the places in, in our lives where darkness is, is impeding and infringing upon the things God is wanting to do through us so that we can push that darkness back all the time, right? It's a verb. The light, it's not just constantly uh, necessarily just blasting out of us, radiating out of us all the time. Like I was saying, if you, you peel this open, the light just blasts out everywhere and there's nowhere there isn't light. That's not the way that God has set it up, right? Now, God doesn't necessarily forfeit his right to shine his light upon men and shine his light upon the earth. I mean, we know that when Jesus comes back, the heavens are going to be opened up, right? And I can picture right then that light's just going to blast forth out of heaven and the whole world's just going to be lit up with the light of Christ as darkness begins to be conquered and overtaken. Paul was hit by Christ, right, whenever he was Saul and, and God came and hit him and, and the transformation that occurred in his life happened. So God chooses to just shine down and, and do things supernaturally in the lives of men and women at times. But God is, no mistake, calling us and commanding us to be channels and casters of this light consistently all the time so that the life we're walking in and living in is done with this light just being sh shown around us and moving forth in the things that God wants to do and darkness is just continuing to be to flee and be moved back in every area that we're walking because light is being shown out of us. Darkness is nothing more than the absence of light. The only thing for darkness not to exist to happen is for light to be shown, right? So looking at that, in that verse in Philippians chapter 2, verse 15, where he says, among this crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life. So we shine as lights in the world, 
we're commanded to direct it, to cast light, to, to bring light into the darkness that's around us. And when he says, among whom that, the crooked and perverse generation, what, what we have to grasp is that darkness is rampant and present over the entire earth wherever light isn't being cast. If you go into Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15, Paul says, walk, see that you walk circumspectly, not as fools but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. The, the days are inherently evil or darkness is, is present in this earth where light is not being cast, right? And any area that light isn't being shown, that we're not, we're not casting this light, we're not bringing out the truth of, of God and his word and his promises and the things that he has for us. Anytime we're not casting that light out, darkness is trying to invade all of these areas of our life. It's trying to just creep in and crowd us and get around us so that it can basically cause us to try to walk in as much darkness as possible. Because what does darkness do? It creates confusion. It creates deception. It could create misdirection, right? And then we get all just kind of disoriented. And, and, and many times... We try to navigate out of the darkness without necessarily turning on a light, without necessarily casting the light. And how many people know you can't lead yourself out of darkness or anyone else, for that matter, without shining light? I know this to be true because one night I got up and, yeah, I, one of my kids was screaming and crying in the middle of the night. And so I jumped up out of bed it's pitch dark. And so, in my mind, I know my house, right? I mean, I know where everything's at. I know where the corners are. I know where the doorways are. And so I take off running, and I'm like, I'm going to stop this screaming child before she wakes up the other hundred kids in my house, right? <laughs> so I'm running, not even thinking. I don't need my sight, right? I got my senses. And Katie... <laughs> happened to that night, why I have no idea, leave the door at like a 45 degree angle. So it wasn't all the way open and it wasn't all the way shut. And I actually do remember when we went to bed saying, what are you doing? Why are you leaving the door like that? And you know, I don't remember what happened, but she left it there. So as I'm running full speed, I hit the door square in my forehead. I mean, it felt like somebody hit me with a baseball bat, knocked me right on my back. I think my feet left the ground, slammed on my back. My foot, Josh thinks this is the funniest part, somehow my foot went under the door. There's only like, what, a three-quarter inch clearance? And gashed a hole in my foot with the point of the door. And I'm laying there, no joke, I'm half knocked out. And Katie's just like, you okay? And I'm like, uh, no. And she just goes back to sleep. <laughs> End of story there. I get up. First thing I do is turn on the light, which is kind of the point of this whole story. 
right? And I, I walk into the bathroom. I got this, like, hole in my foot. From, it's a little hole, but it's deep. And then I look, and there's this giant egg on my head going right down this way. The next morning, I, how did I, I go, I asked Katie, I'm like, hey, do you even care what happened last night? She's like, what, didn't you like kick the, kick the pillow or something or whatever? I'm like, no, I ran into the door that you left open. And she's like, oh, look at your head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so look, you can't lead yourself out of darkness. <laughs> without turning on the light. You can't lead anybody else out of darkness without turning on the light. But many times, we just try to navigate through darkness like we can somehow figure our way out of this thing. Look, there's truths resident in the word of God applicable to every situation in your life that you will ever face. There are far more truths applicable to every moment in your life that your natural mind can possibly comprehend. Possibly. So when I say cast the light, what I see is I see us drawing from that source of light that's resident within us and the truth according to the word of God and bringing that out and shining that into the darkness of our situation. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter, I'm sorry, Romans chapter 10 that Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And as we take in the truths of his word, see, that light's burning in us in fullness all the time. But we've got to cast it out. And to be able to cast it out, we've got to have that truth. We've got to be able to, to bring the truth in, in, to the situation. And when we do, that light comes out, and darkness just flees. Right? What's casting light? It's when... You're starting to get fearful about the well-being of your kids. And you say, wait a minute. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. God is my protector, and God, the armies of God will fight for the just and the upright. There's no reason to fear. Casting light on darkness that is impeding, is infringing, it's trying to press in on you. And if you will allow it and you will not cast light, the darkness will creep in and press up right against you in the areas of your life. But if you will shine the light of Christ, the truth according to his word. In the beginning was the word, right? And the word was him and it was the light of men, right? If you will take the word of God and the truths resident in there, and then that will birth in you uh, the the. The, the truth and it will be resonant in your spirit and you can apply that into the situations in your life that you're facing and where, where darkness is all around you as you're moving, trying to creep in and trying to keep you in that darkness and you will cast that light and you will shine it and you will bring that truth out of you and cast it into this earth. Then the darkness will just continue to flee and you'll just keep moving and navigating and walking in light where things are clear, things are understandable. God is, is there and he is leading you and directing you every step of the way in your path. He says there, hold fast the word of life, right? That's what he's saying. He's saying you gotta hold on to the word. If you're going to shine your light among the darkness, where darkness is inherently part of the days, if you're going to do that, you have to hold fast or hold forth as you move forward on going the Word of God. The Word of God that 
births in us, that produces in us through, through supernatural impartation we call revelation by the Holy Spirit bearing witness to our spirit and that truth comes alive and then we can apply by faith that light and cast that out into the darkness that we face and wherever we find ourselves being led by God as we move along because make no mistake, you will encounter darkness and you will be required to cast light in order to move it back, right? And, and the ability to do that is, is all right here within us. The full source of light is right here within you and I. God chose to rip us open. It just blasts out and light would just inundate everything. But God is asking us to shine it. He's asking us to direct it. He's asking us to focus it and to channel it through our faith in the truths of his word and applying those into the areas of darkness that we will encounter as we move through this life. There's a quote that says, uh, you've probably heard this, it says, the only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. For good men to do nothing. That scripture in Ephesians 5.15 where it says, uh, walk circumspectly, not as fool, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. I talked a little bit about this on Sunday, but, but redeeming the time insinuates an exchange. So think of it like this. If you move forward in an area that's inundated by darkness and you don't cast light, then darkness will just stay. Ex redeeming the time because the days are evil. We have an opportunity as we move through the time that God is giving us here on this earth to bring light into the areas that we're living in. And if we don't exchange that time wisely, faithfully and appropriately by, by casting the light into these areas, then we will not have exchanged that time profitably. And that darkness or that evil that's just part of the days will just have been passed by. That's, that's a tough way to think about it, but I think what that does for me is it compels me to know that, look, I have an opportunity through every moment of my days to take this light of Christ that's living on the inside of me and to bring it out into this world in the different areas where darkness is overtaking, trying to overtake my life or people's lives or anything like that. And I can take and exchange that time by replacing darkness with light and advancing what God is calling me to do as I live through this life.